This is our podcast song. It isn't very long. <laughs> Hi, everyone. <laughs> Hello. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Laughing with Gingers. Get ready to laugh. Laughing with Gingers is a podcast where two feisty redheads with loud laughs share crazy stories, play games, and spread silliness and joy. That incredibly talented, brilliant, redheaded woman with amazing eyesight <laughs> is my partner in crime on Laughing with Gingers, Christina Curry. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah. <laughs> I don't have amazing eyesight, but I really appreciate you being in my corner about that. (laughs) Yes, that is my prankster monk, Sarah Alipin, co-host of Laughing with Gingers, who thinks very highly of me more maybe than I think of myself. (laughs) Before we started recording, she told me that she can't wear the professional style podcasting headphones because they it hurts her glasses <laughs> yeah it pushes my glasses against my ear and it's it, it's painful yeah and I I don't have to wear my glasses for anything really other than watching tv and driving oh god if only like I literally cannot not wear them I'm so blind hey our pants kind of match Ooh, ooh, I love it fun pants fun pants Yes, we're both holding our leg up. (laughs) And we're both wearing fun pants. Yeah, mine are Dia de los Muertos because it's definitely not Halloween, but they're so soft and cozy that it's like I can't not wear them. Mine are harem pants that are uh, black with what looks like phoenix feathers on them. Or peacock. Is it peacock? Uh, both. You have like Ish. ones with peacocks on it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're like, they look like peacock feathers, but they're in Phoenix colors. So like ginger Ooh. colors. Oh, for the win. <laughs> Very on brand. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I sent Sarah a picture. So Jennifer, we all know Jennifer, my roommate and BFF, overbought ginger like she thought she was buying one little (laughs) chunk she ordered on instacart and she ended up buying like eight chunks of like a whole (laughs) bunch and so we sent a picture of her holding all of the (laughs) multiple chunks of ginger she had what do you do with so much ginger um we should post that on our instagram because it's really yeah we should a lot of ginger yeah you should pickle some you should use some for like Drying out to make like tea and things. Oh, that's a good idea too. Ooh, I'm excited. Um, and you could just like freeze dry one and make it a hair thing for her, like a little barrette of ginger, so she can be a ginger, like her soul. <laughs> like her, so her soul matches her hair barrette. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> well, okay, so today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is Yakin and Cacklin. <laughs> yeah, so we where are we going with that? 
<laughs> well, so we both accidentally went in the same direction, it seems, because um, our topic was getting out of awkward conversations. This is what we assigned ourselves. And we usually get inspired and then go down a rabbit hole in a different direction once we lay out our episode topic, as you all know, if this isn't your first rodeo here. And um, we somehow went down the same rabbit hole. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen here. We may have the same content, which will be funny in its own way. (laughs) Yeah. So Sarah has questions for me. I have questions for her. And I want to throw it out there. If you guys have answers to these questions, I want to hear from you. We want to hear from you because at least on my end, some of these are really funny and I want to hear what other people have to say too. (laughs) Yes, I totally, totally agree. Um, So feel free to reach out on Instagram or our email or Facebook, wherever you want to share. We'll take it. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Sarah, you you first. (laughs) I'm so curious if you have the same questions or not. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Brace yourself. Okay. Here it goes. What's the first thing you would do if you woke up one day and you were the opposite sex? (laughs) I don't have that question. I would totally go write my name in snow. (laughs) (laughs) With pee? Yeah. I guess I would drink a bunch of water and drink a bunch of coffee and then go find the nearest spot of snow so I could write my name. (laughs) I've always wanted to do that. (laughs) It looks so fun. (laughs) I mean, I would just love to be able to stand up to pee in general. I know. Well, get a shiwi. I mean, I could, but then you have to carry that around. I know it's true, and like rinse it out, and that's a little weird. And mm-hmm. yeah, like you can't really take that out of the public restroom and rinse that out in the sink. <laughs> the I mean, you could, but like, ugh. I know it would be so nice to not have to sit down to pee. Yeah, I mean, my life would be different. Hmm. But here's the thing. I think a lot of men are like, oh, it's so nice to sit down to pee. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to be forced to sit down to pee. I want a choice. Listen, I want yeah. a choice. I want to yeah. know I can go into the bathroom and decide what I want to do in that moment. Yeah, and the only choice I don't want to have to make is whether to eat people or be eaten by people. <laughs> I won't make you. <laughs> I love Go back to what uh, two episodes ago, I think. <laughs> I don't even remember. What the hell were we talking about? The Donner Party. Why were we talking about the Donner Party? <laughs> I don't remember. That's so weird. Uh, but Christina is it a was story like, with a twist. I don't think. I mean, so. that is kind of a twist. They started eating people at the end of it. That's that's a twist, but I don't think that's accurate. <laughs> no one knew it would turn out that way. <laughs> that's true, but that's not the episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, What is the most embarrassing thing your parents have ever caught you doing? 
Well, this is a throwback to the Jennifer and me episode of getting <laughs> caught having shades sex. Of ginger. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Ginger and having sex. That's probably oh that. And I was um okay, so I was like I don't even know, seventeen, eighteen. I was sneaking out of the house. Here's the problem. I am such a I'm so dumb. I was so dumb when I was little or younger. (laughs) I'm like, it's maybe four in the afternoon. And I'm like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed. And if anyone calls, I'm asleep. Don't bother me. I'll see you in the morning. (laughs) I'm so dumb. I know. So I go to my room. How old were you? Like Like 17. Yeah. No, like 17. (laughs) And here's what I'm doing. I'm sneaking out of my window that's on the first floor and my mom or dad, I can't remember who, is walks by walking the dog. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? That's embarrassing because of how dumb it is. <laughs> I know. I was so dumb. I, like, didn't do any of the naughty things, like, at night when people don't see you as well. I do it, like, broad daylight. Like, smash mailboxes. Broad daylight. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so stupid what about you i never really got caught doing anything Mm. yeah well that's because your brother's older right yeah but like always the older kid no my brother did so many bad things and my parents never caught him doing anything they caught me doing everything yeah i just never like i don't know i mean I was I was a crafty criminal, and oh. I knew the lines. Yeah, I wasn't crafty at all. I can't get away with anything. <laughs> terrible, clearly. Sneaking out at like four in the afternoon. Literally, they're walking the dog right by the window, and they're like, really, Christina? Get back in your, in your room. Which parent? I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was. I just, I, my vision of it is like, I, my back is to the sidewalk, which is right there. And I'm like stepping <laughs> down and I hear them go, really? And I turn around. I just remember seeing the dog and then I, it might have been my mom. I don't even know. And I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, my oh my God. That is hysterical. So dumb. I'm so dumb. <laughs> Ready for another one? Yeah. What's the biggest romantic fail you've ever experienced? The biggest romantic <laughs> fail? Like a gesture or Oh, I know how to answer that question. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I was dating a guy who was whatever, not not for me. And <clears throat> he had bought a giant like coffee slash espresso machine, right? Where it's like you steam the milk, you make your espresso, but you can also brew coffee on the other side, like giant thing, which is out of control. The way he gives it to me is he makes me stand outside of his door of his room. And he's like, wait, I have to like give you this present. And I'm like, okay. And so I have to stand outside of the door. And then he's like, okay, I'm ready. I open the door he has put whipped cream spots on his – he's naked. He put whipped cream spots on his, both his nipples and all over his penis. And he's like, <laughs> surprise. And I'm like, what? Are you expecting me to like say thank you and then give you a blowjob? No, that's not – it's my birthday. That's not what's happening here. 
<laughs> that was his way of There's like giving so much, the present to me. There is so much to unpack here. Hold yeah. on. Also, he put a towel down in case it got messy. I'm like, no. Like, it wasn't wrapped. It was just sitting there on the side, and he's standing there naked with whipped cream on himself. So he was giving you the espresso machine? He wasn't – he didn't have the espresso machine, and he said, I'm going to make you one. And then instead of giving you an an espresso, he whipped creamed himself. Yeah. He whipped creamed himself. Was like, here's the the machine that I bought you. I guess uh, in his brain, like – you put whipped cream on lattes or whatever. I don't know. So he thought that'd be something funny. And I was like, what? Like, it was not. It was so confused. Like, to see that scene in front of me, I was like, wait, what is happening right now? <laughs> and and it then was it your birthday? It was my birthday. The machine was literally sitting on the ground. He didn't have any ingredients either. Like, if I took it downstairs, I could plug it in, but I didn't have anything to make anything with it. He didn't buy me, like, the accessories that go with it. <laughs> except whipped cream. That's the only thing he bought. And he put it on himself. <laughs> That's a fail. That is a fail. That is such a fail. That That's, like, unreal. Yeah, I know. I It was – I know. Luckily – I'm not with him. <laughs> okay, hold on. Now I have to ask, would you change the first thing you would do as if you woke up as the opposite sex now? <laughs> <laughs> I want a blowjob if I have a penis tomorrow morning. <laughs> do I have to get whipped cream for that? Is that how that happens? I think so. I think so. We have to make it better, I guess. <laughs> the experience needs to be enhanced <laughs> for, for her. <laughs> for him. I know. That's true. <laughs> oh, for God. them. For them. Yep. Mm-hmm. All inclusive. Let's make everyone's experience better. <laughs> <sighs> oh, my God. What is your uh, romantic fail? Um, I have a spilling problem. So I have spilled so many things on, on Philippe throughout the course of our relationship. And I'm sure that any one of those would be my biggest romantic fail because they were always in really awkward situations so it'll it'd be like freezing outside and we will have walked to a bar and I spilled like a whole pitcher of beer down his pants oh no as we're like getting ready to leave or oh, something God. so I would go with literally any time that I have spilled mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm really bad at spilling too ugh the worst was I was at a, a networking, like like a, an award show thing with my local like Chamber of Commerce chapter thing. I don't know. And I was representing my company, Wolfgang Puck. And I got a little like tipsy, but not a lot, just like a little buzz. And they, you know how at the conference tables, the round ones, they like line up the waters in like a circle around everyone and all the wines are right next to the waters. I went with my hand, like just like whoop, whatever. 
it then proceeded to knock <laughs> oh, over no. five glasses of water and four glasses of wine all the way across the table on the people that weren't in my company. All the other people that didn't have glasses <laughs> knocked over were with me. They were not understanding and super pissed about it. <laughs> I mean, it just oh pulled God. it like a like a like like dominoes. It was just like and then everything was wet everywhere. They moved. They moved away from us. I mean, that makes sense because the whole table was wet, but. You were representing a restaurant. I know. I know. I was like, oopsie. And they were so mad. They like didn't even say, that's okay. Things happen. Nope. They're like, that. this sucks and we're moving tables. <laughs> so the editor-in-chief of On Tap Magazine, have you ever heard of that magazine? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he came in when I was um so I waited tables in college and high school and yeah, then I stopped somewhere like in college. Really close to after this situation. He came into my restaurant and I was the waitress and the CEO of our company was there. And um Uh-oh. I had a whole tray of waters. Oh no. And he made an awkward joke. <laughs> oh, no. And I proceeded to dump the whole tray of water all over his head. Ah. Oh, my God. Right now, you guys, Sarah is, like, covering her eyes and her whole face. <laughs> On his head? <laughs> oh, he was no. wearing a hat. Oh, God. Uh, oh, you weren't fired for this? Girl, you walked me to the car afterward. Uh, <laughs> oh, God, that's terrible. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Oh, my God. <laughs> so embarrassing. <laughs> oh man oh man <laughs> oh man oh man all right well that was a good question I don't even remember the ear oh my earring just fell off <laughs> my feather earrings are trying to fly <laughs> they're flying the coop <laughs> yeah um my amazing friend made them aren't they pretty they're gorgeous he did a peacock feather of a female and a male. So it's both the feminine and masculine of a peacock. Oh, I love that. I know. It kind of cool. represents my like bi-ness. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I know. I love it too. She's very talented. Anyway, okay. Um, should I ask a question? Uh yeah. You're up. Okay. <clears throat> what is the strangest question that you've ever been asked in a job interview? Uh, do you want honestly, me to answer and you can think about it? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> oh, you know? <gasps> Is it an awkward, weird, sexist one? No, it's super inappropriate. Oh, my um, God. When oh. I was applying, like when I graduated from college and I was going into um, 
the secondary education, mm-hmm. I went to one of the top seven schools in the country. And I was asked in the interview, what would happen if I, if a student received a C on their report card, report card or lower? And I said, hopefully I would see that they were struggling before it got to the point where they were going to be receiving a C or lower mm-hmm. and I would be able to help them. Mm-hmm. And then they proceeded to tell me that if I didn't, they would change my grades over the summer if the parents requested. Whoa. <gasps> that is BS. Yep. I did not take the anyone. job. Yeah, that doesn't help anyone. Even though it was walking distance from my house at the time. Mm-mm, not worth it. Nope. I took a job 35 minutes away instead. <laughs> yeah, good for you. That's super effed up right there. I just can't – I can't propagate that. Like I, I can't mm. support that. And it goes against everything. Yeah. It's not helping the kid, the parents, the society, anyone. No, it's 100% grade inflation. And that's why the kids that go to that school come out of it with this super entitled personality situation. Not all of them, I'm sure, but a lot of them do. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know people who have gone to that school, actually. Oh, who do I know that's entitled? (laughs) (laughs) I cannot wait to tell you after this. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, this makes so much sense. Oh, my God. I think I already might know. (laughs) We're getting so gossipy. I love it. (laughs) Now everyone listening is like, oh, my God, is it my school? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, never tell. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe if you're a Patreon, you'll know. We'll find out. Maybe (laughs) not. It'll cost okay. you three dollar, <laughs> three dollar payment. Yep, that's it. That's like less than a cup of coffee. Um, All right. Okay, so my strangest question is actually a really funny one. I was in an interview, and he's like, "Um, so I like to." So I literally sat down. He's like, "So I like to start off these interviews with a joke to kind of like loosen things up and you know, like break the ice." And I'm like. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. He's like, okay, tell me one. And I was like, oh, um, like he flipped the script. You know, I was thinking he was going to tell me a joke. And so I, the, I said the first one to pop into my head. And I was like, um, what did the fish say when he hit the wall? You're supposed to say what? What? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> And he says, without missing a beat, he goes, he takes his pen, he's like, and he starts writing, he goes, all right, cuss is an interview. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that. The first thing that would come to my mind would be inappropriate. (laughs) (laughs) And then he like laughed. He's like, that was great. Afterwards, I ended up getting hired. And this was, I was like, uh, just, it was like a barista position. And he's like, you know, out of the 40-something people I interviewed, because they were opening up a new location, so they are interviewing a bunch. He's like, you were the only one that had a joke ready for me because I asked every single person out of 40 people, and no one could think of a joke. Is that crazy? Mine would be the potato joke. Yeah. I think I know what it is. Tell it, Say it for our listeners. <laughs> um. <clears throat> 
So it's a it's like a hair colored joke, but it is one of my favorite jokes. Uh, my my best friend's favorite, one of her favorite jokes. So, um, three women ro- rob a bank. It's a brunette, a blonde, and a redhead. Mm-hmm. Redheads actually get folded into this one. Nice. And the police are called, and they're and they're running, and they they find this barn and they hide, and they're like, okay, so we've got you know. We've got to hide. There's nothing to hide behind. So we've got three sacks of potatoes. All right, get in the potato sacks and we'll hide in here. And then the police come in and they um, they kick the first sack and it's the brunette. And and she goes, woof, 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 woof. And they say, oh, it's just a sack of puppies. And then they kick the redhead and she goes, meow, meow. And they say, oh, it's just a, it's just a sack of kittens. And then they kick the third one, and it's the blonde, and she says, potato. (laughs) You might have told this on our podcast before. (laughs) It's just the one that I remember because she she cannot handle it when that joke is told. She laughs so hard. So it would either be that one, the nacho cheese joke, or – um, or the hot dog joke where the hot dog says, I just can't help it. I love buns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, it's so funny. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Uh, that's funny. <clears throat> well, should we take should we take a break? I feel like. Sure. We're halfway through. I think so too, even though we're not halfway through our questions, but no, <laughs> whatever. We're just yakking and cackling here on Laughing with Genders, and we will be right back. And we are back on Laughing with Gingers. We are yakking and cackling today, and we've got some questions that need answering. Um, okay, I got I got one for you. <clears throat> What is the worst advice that you've ever actually taken? And then it turned out to be bad. <laughs> oh, God. Well, probably to say something. I'm sure it was to say something that I thought was kind of an awkward thing to say. And then I said it and everyone was like, show stop, like around, like record scratch. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure that probably has happened many times. Um, I think, yeah, that's probably, that's got to be it. But I can't think of a specific example. What about you? Mm -hmm. I should have thought of this ahead of time. Let me think. Um, Maybe going to prom. (laughs) My mom's like, you need to go like you're gonna regret it if you don't and I was just like ugh. I was one of those like anti-high school kids right I was in drama and like also halfway out of high school and like moving on with my life and I was like I don't know it just feels like annoying and blah, blah blah and I ended up going and I didn't like it I didn't have fun maybe I like self self-fulfilled prophecy happening there but mm. she's like it's every high schooler's experience is to go to prom, you know, but she loved high school. She was like attending the football games. She was like a cheerleader. She like had all the friends and all the dates and like 
blah, blah, blah. And I was like anti-high school. So I still like get annoyed thinking about it and that I like was kind of forced to go. Because <laughs> 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 it isn't for everyone. And I don't think I would have regretted not going, honestly. Yeah, prom was probably my least favorite of all of the dances that I went to. Mm, I think besides a middle school dance like that I went to because all my friends were going, that was prom was the only other dance I went to. I was like the dance that I went to where my versions were like going to see shows and like my favorite bands and like experiencing it in that way. I went to a ton. I was so into ska during high school and I went to so many ska shows. <laughs> Do you remember that phase, like, in the, like, late 90s? Yep. I remember. Mm, 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 mm. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, am I up? Sure. Yeah. Give me a couple. All right. Um, what are – what do you do that you – what do you like? <laughs> what do you like most and least about your personality? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Like even just like being around people. Mm, I like, um, <clears throat> oh my God. Okay. What do I like the most and the least? Oh God. That's such a good question. I think mine's like the same answer is I can be I can be loud and like uh, a bulldozer of conversation. I can like like, you know, be a presence. And I I think that's okay. Like that's who I am. But at the same time, I also try to keep it in check. And it's really hard (laughs) because I don't want to like overtake someone who's quieter and a little more uh, introvert. I want to give them a chance to have like you know, not the spotlight necessarily, but like give them a chance to hear from them. And so I think it's like, (laughs) it's like, you know, good and bad. You want them to be heard at all. (laughs) Like Jennifer. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Where she she won't sit with me at a table of friends. (laughs) She sits at the other end. I know. I can be heard. I need to go back through and see all our pictures of like dining with friends back when we could and like just see where she was actually sitting. That's so funny. So she said that on 50 Shades of Ginger for those mm-hmm. of you who haven't listened to the Jennifer episode, which is Christina's oldest friend. Yeah, she de- she'll sit not next to me at dinner or brunch or whatever with friends, which I had, no <laughs> I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. What if you sit in the middle? <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like that's probably a good spot or maybe being on the end gives me a chance to talk to everyone all at once. Yeah. I was going to say, if you sit in the middle, she can't get away from you. That's see, that's true. That means she's at the end and she'll only be like talking to the person next to her. (laughs) Oh no, poor Jennifer. (sighs) See, this is, this is good and it's bad. It's good and it's bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, mine are kind of related too, because for me, um, it's probably that I'm so open and like accepting and um, I try like not to be judgmental. And um, but then I look back very critically on things that I have said in the past. Mm, You're holding your past self accountable. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think I think you should let that go because we are always growing and understanding and learning so much more. Chelsea Handler actually talks about this because there's been like some of her books even have kind of borderline racist titles or she addressed it in one of her documentaries. And she talks about like, look, I maybe I regret some of the things I said and did, but I'm learning now and I'm growing. And that's like, the important part is that moving forward, I'm doing the best that I can. Yeah, that and, makes total sense. Yeah. And she addresses a lot of the, the issues head on. She did a whole documentary on racism and like um, as a white blonde lady, you know, she like puts herself in awkward situations where she's really digging deep. Um, it's really good. But, yeah. Um, as an aside – if you'd like to know how deep my not being able to tell who celebrities are goes, um, I used to confuse Kelsey Grammer and Chelsea Handler. Oh my gosh. Ah, they're <laughs> very different people. <laughs> I don't know um, what they identify as because I'm not up to date. However, Chelsea Kelsey Grammer is a uh, Former from Cheers and Frasier, right? Yes. And he was a writer on The Simpsons. He's Sideshow Bob on The Simpsons yep. and yep. a bunch yep. of other characters, which is the main place that I know him from. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. Shock. I love The Simpsons and Bob's Burgers and Disenchantment and all the weird cartoons um, <laughs> that are adult cartoons. Um, and uh, Kelsey... Chelsea. Wait, Chelsea. See, I can't even do mm-hmm. it. Chelsea mm-hmm. Handler is yeah. the white blonde lady that mm-hmm. she's a comedian. Is, well, but they're both comedians and they have names true. that are similar enough. Very that makes similar. it so hard. <laughs> very similar. They definitely look very different and they're definitely comedians in very different spaces. <laughs> And they're very different age ranges, I believe. Yes, yes, Um, They've gotten very different starts, maybe not always been in very different areas. Like she could have totally written for The Simpsons and we wouldn't know. But um, yeah, she's written like seven books or something crazy like that. Yeah, it crossed my my confusion about who people are crosses gender, age, Mm-hmm. Stereotype no boundaries, no boundaries, <laughs> no boundaries. <laughs> and I'm not sorry. I just can't be sorry about it. <laughs> I know myself, and that's how it is. <laughs> oh God! Uh, All right. Okay. Another question. What's the craziest thing you've ever done to attract a crush? Hmm. Oh man! I, did you see me? I just stared off into the distance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Lost in thought for <laughs> a hot second. <laughs> I just like left my body and went back to like 
being 20. <laughs> what is the craziest thing I did to like attract them? I mean, God, the amount of high heels and tight bullshit outfits I wore and like went dancing for like five hours on a dance floor like that. That's just ridiculous. How did yeah, I you're- even survive that time of my life? <laughs> I don't know how any of us survived that time in our lives. I know. That and I love dancing. Like, I love dancing, but I do it, like, with not, you know, four-foot heels and tight mini skirts. Four-foot heels. Or whatever. Inch, I mean, inch. <laughs> Listen, I'm short. Those I need the height. <laughs> <laughs> I need the height, Sarah. <laughs> that probably makes your butt look really good. Yeah. <laughs> My butt's better looked at uh, from above. <laughs> you mean below. I mean, yeah. I mean below. Damn it. <laughs> You're just blocking the sun for everyone with your butt. <laughs> You're providing shade. Listen, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's Ugh. fabulous. I love it. Um, what's the when is the last time that you were flat out rejected and how did you handle it? Oh, I got a juicy story for this one. I was like, I was dating this guy who I also worked with. As we know, I'm Fifty Shades of Ginger. I'm like a chronic dater of people I work with. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> And I really, really liked him. And I went, I had gotten like these premiere tickets at Man's Chinese Theater when it was Man's Chinese Theater. It's like this big theater in Hollywood that is famous. It's on like Hollywood Boulevard, blah, blah, blah. And I had gotten like premiere tickets to some like big movie that was coming out or something. Like you could see it first there. And I come to pick him up for our date. And he opens the door and I'm like, you don't look dressed. And he's like, yeah, I've had too much Christina this week and I'm, I'm skipping it. And I was like, crushed inside. Absolutely crushed. Who says that? I thought you meant he had too much to drink. No, I no, didn't no. I realize he, he had, was too, much he had too much of you. Mm-hmm. Too much of me. Too much of me that week. And I I want to go punch him. Yeah, he was not the nicest to me. So then I, I I was like 22 or something. So I was like, this is before maps were a thing like on your phone. So I had like printed off how to get because I'm in Orange County at this point. So I had to print out how to get to LA from Orange County. And I was like, okay, fine. I turn around and I instantly tears are like streaming down my face but he didn't know that like I turned around and started walking away before he could see me like crying and I'm like Christina you have two choices here you can like go home and like cry in your Cheerios or you can just like fucking go to the theater by yourself and I went I drove all the way to LA I figured it out I figured and I'm terrible at directions but I figured it out I figured out parking paid for the parking found the theater went to the movie premiere thing by myself all alone (laughs) and like did it. And I felt so like empowered and like independent 
and like, you know, F you and your I've had too much Christina. Um, that's so not okay. That's how but, I dealt with that. <laughs> but good you. Not okay on his part, but Mm-mm. good on you. What a jerk. Like he knew this huge date I had planned. Such yeah. A I mean, he could have just called you and told you. Yeah, you let me get all the way to your house to pick you up to then tell me that. Yeah, like you could have taken even think somebody about else. Ugh, I did not even think about that. What a jerk. Yeah, that's so lame. Um, like he needed to crush you in person. Yes. Ew. When you say it, it like that, that makes it way worse. Ew. Gross. Anyway, um, what about you? Mine is with Philippe. <laughs> <gasps> Who you are still with. <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? Tell me. So I met him. Um, my So we met through mutual friends, kind of. From my point of view, it is that we met through my roommate at the time who was trying to set me up with Philippe. But I Mm -hmm. thought she was doing it because he was friends with her boyfriend and she wanted to have like a compadre. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want to be that. I I was having fun being my single little self and bebopping around and whatever. Mm -hmm. So so then she convinced me to sign up for kickball with them. So we did a social kickball league. And I didn't know – I didn't remember his name or anything. I mean, I can't tell the difference between Chelsea Handler and Kelsey Grammer. So – (laughs) <laughs> Good luck me remembering Philippe's name um, <laughs> before I met him. So we were – I was behind him, I think, in the lineup. So we were, like, kind of in order, like, hanging out. Mm-hmm. And we started talking, and I was like, I kind of like this guy. And then mm-hmm. afterward at the bar, we started playing flip cup, and we were next to each other again. And um, so I gave him my number at the end of the mm-hmm. night because we had, mm-hmm. like, all this stuff in common. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when um, – then I left, and that was a Tuesday – and I knew he was going to New York for the weekend. I actually can date this because it was he was going to New York for the weekend to see um, his friends for Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. So I can like date back when it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he went to NYU. So like it was like his friends that had stayed there. So um, for grad school anyway. Um, so he, he goes up and then he didn't call me. Mm. And I didn't have his number. And I was going to grad school for photography every other Tuesday. Um, And so I missed every other game. Mm -hmm. And he then got pulled into the, um, not Zillow, but like realtor.com merger or something because he works in antitrust. Mm -hmm. And he was working until like three in the morning for like weeks on end. So we basically were every other week and then we never overlapped again during that season. So then the last game of the season, I ran into him because, you know, everybody kind of like plans to be there. Mm -hmm. And he was talking to me about my best friend's birthday, which was the following weekend. So this is like a month and a half later. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, yeah, I mean, we have like a whole bunch of couches and they lived in Adams Morgan, D.C. And he was like, you know, if she wants to like have a party at our house and like have everybody crash – 
they had that kind of house. Yeah. Then, then we can totally do that. And he's like, just give me a call. And I was like, oh, I don't have your number. You ah. have my number and you didn't call me. <laughs> Dang. Did he turn red? Yes. Yes, he did. That's and hilarious. Yeah, he called me that Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, that's so funny. I love it so much. I love that you, like, asked him out. I have asked so many people out before, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But I believe in going after what you want. And I think too many women are shy about it and don't want to do it or, or whatever. I think it's, like, empowering and wonderful. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And, you know, sometimes um, it's okay to call out the situation as it is. Yeah, Don't be afraid to, like, own that. I mean, that I wasn't mad at him. I said it exactly like I just said it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. just like like, as a matter of fact. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, laughed about it because to me it was, like, obvious that he liked me. Mm-hmm. But and even if he didn't, like, what am I gonna do? Like, say, oh, you hurt my feelings so much because you—that's just not in line with my personality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not the way I would have felt about it, especially because he was then inviting me to do something. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly he had. So then, of course, after that, I thought he was a player. Now, mm. in retrospect, he's an extremely shy human, and I had no idea because I can talk to, um, like, a fingernail or or mm-hmm. my lamp and have a wonderful conversation, and my lamp doesn't need to talk back to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I can, like, pull – like I can pull out people who are shy and like engage them. And, and I know, I don't notice that like people are shy until they tell me like Sasha is a great example. Who's on my team. And Christina knows um, she's, she was like, yeah, I'm introverted. I never would have talked to you if I wasn't like coming in with like the intention to just have a conversation with you. And I was like, what? No. <laughs> it doesn't seem so, introvert. It's so crazy. I feel like there's introverts that are posing as extroverts out there. <laughs> I know. They're like masquerading. Yeah. Or they're they, so good. They, they self-identify as introverts but might actually be extroverts. Liz, our producer, know. is one of those. She claims she's an introvert, but boy, she's also very extrovert personable. And I'm missing her right yeah. now. I know. I miss her. I miss her because she would be laughing right so now. hard at this. I know. She would. We miss her, little producer. Oh, she's so kind, tiny and cute and sweet and smart. I know. I um, know. Well, I think we should wrap this and let's tune back in and do some more cackling and with some yakking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, you guys, on Laughing with Gingers. Um, we love having you hang out with us for our silly podcast. And, you know, as always, we are two feisty redheads who happen to have super duper loud laughs, uh, big personalities, a lot to handle, but in a fun way, uh, who love to tell stories. share craziness, play games, and spread silliness and joy.
<laughs> oh, that was wonderful, Sarah. <laughs> Follow us on Instagram at Laughing with Gingers, and you know you can see fun posts and pictures and goofy things and whatnot. <laughs> And you can see Liz, if you haven't already checked it out, you can see her riding that teeny tiny Jeep through a glass sliding door. Not not through through, but it's open. Yeah. Uh, but it tells you how small that Jeep is. Definitely funny. Um, you can also send us funny stories or episode ideas or just anything funny. Like we love to laugh. So anytime you have something funny, share it. We're down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just <laughs> and had you can a- hit us on. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, I was go, talk go. about that video that was sent to us, uh, a song about gingers. <laughs> it was really great. I wonder if we can find a way to share that. It was so funny. Oh, my God. It's so funny. That uh, came from Sasha. <laughs> yeah, it did, actually. It did. <laughs> Um, you can also send us stuff to our email, laughingwithgingers at gmail.com. <laughs> And support us on Patreon. Get access to all kinds of goodies, including merch. And we have different membership levels. And so check us out at patreon.com slash laughingwithgingers. It's fun times over there. And you get bonus content, behind the scenes stuff. And I mean, we even have stickers. Mm -hmm. Stickers. What? what? So tune into Laughing with Gingers (laughs) next week for more good times. Bye. Catch you later. Part of the Boundless Audio Podcast Network.